Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. We were like, but you have to kill it. You have to do it. And he did, obviously. I threw him a line. He gave me a little tug. We'll see what yeah. happens from there. So what I told my therapist. Oh, my God. Here we go. It's such a weird thing to think, but I feel that my future husband might have another girlfriend right now. <laughs> I'm starting with my question and I'm, I'm kicking it off. Okay, well, you need to give us an intro first. <laughs> okay, okay, We're going to forget. You're going to get too excited about your question. I have a juicy question. Well, it's actually disgusting. Okay. Oh my God, oh. I'm scared. Hello. Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of Match Made in Manhattan. We are back after another little <laughs> hiatus. We are just, you know, we are one of those unreliable people that is in your phone texting you. You don't know when you're going to get a text from them. You don't know when... And we are just, we're, we're back. We're being fuckboys. We're being we fuckboys right now, but we are back with a new episode of the podcast with Colby Cat. Colby. <laughs> what? Colby Cattity. Colby, Adam, and Katie. I just tried to make us a celebrity name, I yeah. think. Um, a, we a are relationship back. name. We're back in the studio, AK sitting on my floor. The best studio. I love when other podcasts are like, we're back in the studio. And I'm like, if only people could see our formation right now, just sitting on the floor in a circle. But anyway, I want to kick off the episode with a totally non-relationship related question that I posed on my Instagram story. You guys might have seen it. But it's one of those questions that has really divided the internet. I mean, my corner of the internet has been divided by this question. And it came up because I was in the car on the way back from this shoot. And we were, I don't even know, my shooting partner and I were talking about just disgusting living conditions in New York because we both come across a couple of times like things in past apartments that were just disgusting. And we were talking about it. And she said, she's like, would you rather have an apartment infested with, okay, like one or two, maybe one mouse or cockroach? Mice. Would you prefer having a cockroach situation or a mouse Mice. situation? All day. Would you? I, I want to ask your opinion before I share my. I own. would rather off myself. Like, well, you have to you choose have one. To pick one. Uh, I think I'd choose mice. I think cockroaches. They're cockroaches. You have to get like fumigated. Yeah, you can't kill them. You have to, and once you see one, it's an infestation. Like yeah. they're a bunch hiding somewhere. There isn't a situation where you just have one cockroach. Yeah, Colby's head. Don't mice travel together as well? Don't they hang out together? No, no. I had a mouse in my apartment and there was just one. And we scared him out and he never came back. Yeah, also mice you can get out so easily. Like a cockroach, <laughs> exactly what Colby said, is an infestation. Like they will be in the walls like breeding and having sex and mating and making a billion of them. And then they're just going to all come out at once like yeah. a tsunami. Okay, also in my apartment, uh, I have experience with both things because we thought we saw a cockroach. But it was a <laughs> night that it was raining a lot and it was... A water bug. It ended up being a water bug, but we texted our either super or like whoever the person is that's like who comes to deal with that stuff. And <laughs> we literally were like, oh my God, we caught a bug and it's under that <laughs> cup over there. Like, you need, we were like, I think it's, we were like, I think it's a cockroach. Like, it was so bad. They think we're idiots. Like, we're like idiots. I can't we you called them super safe. We call them all the time. And we, we literally were like, cockroach, come now. And somebody came over and he was like, well, it's technically not my job to kill the bug. And we were like, but you have to kill it. Like, you have to do it. And he did, obviously, because we made a scene about it. And he was like, if this is the only bug that you've seen it is a water bug and he was like that isn't a cockroach wait how big was it like how big are water bugs they can be pretty big it was like this like oh that's substantial like yeah it was probably like three inches because i'm picturing like a silverfish like i thought you you no those are tiny tiny little because i've seen a silverfish in my apartment and i freaked the fuck out oh my god you know which ones i hate what those little 
fuckers with like the million legs. Like, like a, a centipede? centipede? No, they're like earwigs, they're called. What's an earwig? There's so many different kinds of bugs. I, oh my God. The feminist leaves my body when no, there same. is vermin in no. the midst of Oh my... no, the minute I saw a silverfish, I was screaming Alex's name. I was like, I'm moving out. Like, you're going to take care of this. No, I was Wait, like this is what ready. you're talking about? Oh, no. That's a earwig. That, uh, if okay. that is what you've seen well, in your apartment. Well, that's, I think, under a microscope. <laughs> this is the most terrifying it's thing. It has pinchers. Disgusting. No, it's I don't disgusting. think it's that then. I don't know. It has antennas and like <gasps> a million legs. This, okay, this is what it looks like on somebody's hand. First of all, why did that person let it on in their Ew. hand? Ew. Some like, people are really comfortable with bugs. Yeah, well. It's disgusting. I actually, so I read this DM. People were so divided in my DMs. I truly don't know where I stand because I thought cockroaches at first but then I remembered my mouse infestation in my first apartment in Hell's Kitchen. And yeah. it, it was one of those things where there were, it was very small mice, but many of them that I right. experienced in the time I was there. But people said in the DMs that if you have mice, you probably have cockroaches because, or no, vice versa, sorry. If you have cockroaches, cockroaches you probably have mice, mice yeah. because I don't know how this person knows this, but cockroaches eat mouse droppings like that is their something they enjoy to eat as a snack so so disgusting anyway um, Paige Lorenz her mouse issue was happening when we saw our mouse I mean I never laid eyes on the thing so in my mind we never had a mouse but um (laughs) Paige had such a good outlook on it she was like they're kind of cute and I think it's funny now but she obviously was moving out and like had to leave her apartment because of the situation. It was very extreme, but she would post a video like every hour she named of a different mice, mi- a different them. mouse, a different mice running around. Yeah. Not for me, but yeah, it is one of those things where it doesn't matter where you live. New York is just kind of gross. It, it's, it is disgusting. It's honestly, we're a bunch of feral rats. Okay. <laughs> Running around. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Katie, the other day, we were both in the airport, and Katie was like, I look like, what did you say? It was so funny. Um, okay, because we were talking about, I don't even know, like, flying first class versus economy, and I'm like, I look like economy right Katie was now. like, I look like the physical embodiment of economy, and I was like, I literally can't relate. I feel like I look like a celebrity. I only ever fly economy, but I... I was like, I look like the embodiment of first class by Jack Harlow. Yeah, I didn't look remotely. You know the people that sit in economy, and you look at them, and you're like, wow, they, they look like they deserve to be in first class. Like, they look like they have their shit together. I thought you were about to say they look like they deserve to be in economy, and I was no, like, whoa! That's mean, because I always look like that I for a time there I used to dress to the nines to go to the airport because I genuinely thought that was where my meet cute was gonna happen like I would meet someone at the airport and honestly like I've heard this on many podcasts many TikToks now like you the sexual tension you have with with people your age at the airport is just unmatched I see someone remotely my age they might not even be attractive and I'm like I feel like we're gonna be in love like I don't know what what I it is agree, yeah. there's nothing really I'm else like to do wow in he's staring at me he's in love with me but like there's a mask covering half my face so right. he doesn't even know now the true do- me. the mask mandate got lifted yesterday I saw that wait like overall crazy. for most Travel. airlines yeah you don't have to wear a mask what? on the plane anymore it's optional but I do feel like if I am walking through a plane and I see people in my row wearing their mask, I'm going to feel like I probably should wear mine just because you don't know other people's situation. Like if they're going, you know, I I don't know. I feel so weird about that. I don't know what I want to do. Planes are also just, they're just recycled air. So I think I will probably just still wear one. I think you should like, even if COVID wasn't a thing. Just take it off for like the snacking portion of, and not program. feel as guilty if it's off for a yeah. prolonged period of time. I, I yeah. The only thing is just my skin always right. freaks out. Like yeah. I, I was on a plane for two and a half hours and I have two pimple patches on right now yeah. because it just, I don't know what it is, but it just really, my skin it, is still I'm not I'm always so oily once I get off a plane and bloated. Mm-hmm. Wait, don't you guys think it's, <laughs> I can't speak. What was that? Don't you guys think it's kind of crazy that like masks weren't a thing on a plane before. Like yes. now that I think about like if I ever heard somebody coughing on a plane, like no, you know what I they could have any and same on the subway. Yeah. Masks in the like a hospital right. was not a thing. That yeah, that's I find insane. bizarre. I think they're gonna be a thing forever now. Totally. Wearing a mask in urgent care. Like obviously I want if I'm 
around other sick people. Like people just like chilled in the waiting room, like sitting next to other right. sick people. Like if I'm just minorly sick and I sit next to someone very sick, then it's game over. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just I, thinking about the concept of we used to sit on planes, like next to people <laughs> and in that combined space and there'd be people coughing and we'd be like, oh, oh whatever. It's fine. it's fine. Everything's yeah. fine. It's crazy. Yeah. Times so change. Times good. definitely change. Well, I think it's positive. Change. Do you guys also get those TikToks? And they're like, something doesn't sit right with me that all of these people are trying to fly out of this airport and go to the same destination as me at the same time. Do you get those? I get this. Yeah. Wait, I don't understand what that means. Like, like, Like sometimes when I think too hard about it, too, it's just like thinking about how there are so many people in the world. I feel like situation it has a word i actually did my podcast episode this week on it my solo episode on this it's a word called sonder and it means essentially just the realization that everyone there's so many other people living the same degree of complex life as you are like everyone out there i cannot start thinking about that everyone has Mm -hmm. their own storyline with their own complex like main characters secondary characters people they but you appear in their story like potentially only one time as a literal extra in the background just like sipping coffee in a cafe or or as a blur of traffic like just whizzing by in an uber and like you intersect their story as an extra but it's just so weird to think about. Yeah. I just think about that, that all the time, I feel like. makes me, like, spiral. That's so insane. Yeah. Thinking about the amount of people that you've, like, walked by in your life. And you'll never, like... See them again. That was the only p- point of your stories that intersected. And it didn't even really. It just kind of was, like, parallel for a second that you, like, saw. That. It's just isn't that really why they, wild. Isn't that why uh, there's a phrase where it's, like everybody's met the person that they're some day going to end up with before they're 20 years old or something. Have well, you, you that see phrase? all those photos, oh, the, the TikToks now of people having a photo with their significant other where like they're, they're very in the far in the background. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, like we somehow wow. found our way to each other someday. Like, blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. so Must weird. Nice. And also how you can't make up a face in your dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That like, means you've seen yeah. the person before. Yeah. And I've had yeah. so many dreams or nightmares, I feel like. <laughs> cool. Not like, even dreams. <laughs> and I just am like, where did that person that was coming to kill me in my sleep come from? Like, I don't know. That's terrifying. I feel like for me, this is maybe just like a self-sabotaging thing to say, but like, I feel as though I have met my significant, or I've been in the same room as my significant other, but he's probably been in a bar making out with some other girl while I was there. I agree. <laughs> I think I like, have Like, I too. definitely feel, it's such a weird thing to think, but I feel that my future husband might have another girlfriend right now (laughs) hey i think it's completely possible i think i've definitely been in the same room as whoever i'm gonna end up with the gay pool is literally so small in the world and it's mostly concentrated in new york so i had to have come across yeah or you have a connection through someone who knows someone who knows them isn't that just weird to think about have you seen the tiktoks where it's like I saw a glitch in the simulation or whatever. And yes. it, it'll be like two people wearing the exact same outfit who have nothing to do with each other that yeah. are like 20 feet away. Have you actually seen those? I mean, Coachella, I saw a bunch from that, but that was because most people had contracted outfits they had to wear <laughs> from Revolve. So no, I saw this one where it was a TikTok of these two people walking and they were wearing the exact same outfit 20, 20 feet away from each other. And it just shopped at the exact same store with the <gasps> same bag. That's why. And they looked so similar, but they were like, in completely different storylines. It was crazy. Oh my God. Crazy. Wow, we're getting so deep so quick. So deep. Glitch into in the Saunders simulation. Method. I know, Glitches Saunder. It's my simulation. new favorite word, but it also like makes me feel very scared and like very um like not important, not special at all. And you know what? We're gonna be in several other people's storylines throughout our I lives. I would say more than several. We're only yeah. at 25, 26. So that's true. I mean, get... if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're in our story somehow. That's true. I like, want to be a villain. we're in your story, right? Do you wonder who's like whose storyline you're a villain in? No. Like, I want to know who. Nobody. I'm. I am a an angel in. on earth. Well, that's um, not true. I'm definitely <laughs> a villain in people's story that I've never met, which is yeah. like okay. Yeah, cool. I want to know who has like beef with me that I, I just don't, don't know about. I don't know if you want them to come out of the woodwork. I'm kind of comfortable with some people staying in the woodwork. Yeah, that's true. I feel that way about that. I just don't want to know. I'd rather live my life unaware yeah, of having it. beef with somebody. And right. I also, like, people ghost me. 
Like, that's how I feel. I'm in that small bucket that never wants to receive. You'd prefer the text ghost you. That says, I don't see this going anywhere situation. Like, I will pick up the hint and, like, I will make up a storyline in my head that, like, I was too perfect. I agree. Well, I'm glad that you'd make up that storyline and not something negative. Yeah. Because I would make up a negative storyline. I would as well. And I have multiple times. Same, (laughs) but, like, in my mind. Now okay. I'm like I'm just. Colby's in a good place. She, she started that new job. She's on her like I need whatever her positive you're, track. Yeah, I need whatever to take you're whatever drinking, you're taking. whatever pills you're taking. I need those. Speaking of Colby, let's hear not in detail, obviously, but like how are the first few they days? Give us a three sixty. How are the first two days? Right, first two, first first three. Three. Oh, we're on day three we're today. On day three. How has it been? Like, have you figured out where the bathroom is? Yes. Like today, you know, I so. I have to go to the office two days a week. Today, I finally figured out where the bathroom was. Yesterday, (laughs) I peed when I went to go pick up lunch and was too embarrassed to ask in the office. (laughs) It's relatable, honestly. It's relatable. Um, I I also, like, didn't get water today. Colby so was, was texting like so us thirsty. saying that she was going to pass out. Colby ate <laughs> two almonds food. today. Yeah. You found the I, almonds. You found that bathroom in the almonds today. Uh, yeah. I mean, the all important things, all the necessities, but things are good. Um, really busy. The first day in the morning was kind of awkward, I guess. Just a lot of people can probably relate to this, but starting a job remote is just so weird. I just sat at my desk in my room and opened my computer and was like, okay, Yadida. no, no email, nothing to do. Um, and then literally come the afternoon, I started diving into so many different documents and started working on actual things. And then yesterday, even more so. And today I don't even feel like I'm new <laughs> anymore. What a good feeling. That's it's, such, that's unique. I well, think. Well, Oh, in a way, like obviously still feel new, but the stuff that I've been working on and I feel comfortable working on, that part doesn't really feel new. But there, I obviously still have so much to learn. It's been three days. Three days. Day three. I <laughs> mean, it's good that you're going into the office. So you can kind of avoid that feeling of like weirdly starting in right. a COVID environment where and you can you, only see people yeah. on Zoom screens. And it's so much more hands-on. I started my last job remote too, obviously. And the whole onboarding and training was all remote. And then you're kind of at the mercy of another person's schedule, I feel like. It's more so when you get your meeting set up and then I don't know it's weird in person you're kind of sitting together just like tag teaming the whole time and just learning that way yeah and you can which ask works questions. a lot better for me you can ask questions easier and doesn't yeah. feel like you have to yeah. draft a whole email or right. slack someone or, or like you're being annoying if you forget something yeah it's just a lot easier and you get to hang out with your girl Becky in person yeah. Becky you have to tell us what what she's like She's great. She's really <laughs> nice. Like she's my queen. Yeah. For those that didn't listen to last week's episode, shame on you. But Colby got a job <laughs> with Rebecca Minkoff. That's who we're talking about. And yes. she was referred to as Becky in conversation with Colby. Mm-hmm. And Colby told all of us, and we all thought it was the funniest I love thing. Ben well, so much. No, yeah, somebody called her that, but I had referred to her as that, like, kind of as a joke at first. Like, yeah, we were like joking well, about yeah, Becky, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, hey, and then it became I've never referred to her as that, though, in person. Yeah, You'll get on the first name basis, you know, the Becky basis. The Becky <laughs> Nicknames and pet names are so interesting. I remember getting to college and obviously, like, I mean, more so sophomore year when we were living in the sorority house, yeah. a bunch of my friends and I, and Colby was a, a constant visitor. That's when we met, actually. Yes. But I remember people that I had known from my sorority, and I had known them by their full names, or like, not their full, but their like nicknames, at least. And then they would introduce, or they would have these pet names, and they're like, oh, call me, like our friend Iria is like, we call her Ears. Mm-hmm. But at first, it felt so, I felt like uncomfortable using that 
petting because I'm like, are yeah. we close enough where I can do this? Like she never introduced herself as that, but people in the house started calling her that. And I'm like, am I entitled? Like, am I allowed to say this? Like, yeah, it's like a rite of passage. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you just kind of have to start doing it. Like I call everybody by a pet name, I feel like, and I just start calling them. You by, just do it. I just also start calling by, them by the name that somebody introduces me to them well, as. It, no one introduced her as ears and I had known oh. her before, right. but people started calling her that. And I was like, and at first it felt weird, but now I feel like it's very natural to Wait, say that. Wait, that's kind of funny because I literally met Iria for the first time in person. Everybody was calling her ears and I was just like, whatever. You I'm just rolled with her. it. Yeah. But some people, I just was, I was self-conscious about it, but I also I like, was also self-conscious. You know how in corporate America, nobody calls a PowerPoint a PowerPoint. They call it a deck. Yeah. Yeah. When I started my first job, I was like, what is that? Yeah. And like in my head and just kept hearing people say deck and it wasn't clicking in my head and I just kept saying presentation, yeah. I think. And then finally one day I was like, oh, guess I got to get with the program and start calling it a deck. Got to adopt the corporate every lingo. every single person calls it that. They should have called it that in college. I Why guess, is it called well, that? A deck, it's, I guess, a deck of slides instead of a deck of cards. Yeah. That's so interesting. I mean, it's shorter. It's easier to, quicker I think it's because like, it used to be printed out so often. So it'd be like, literally just like a stack of slides a deck of which cards. is like right. a deck of cards yeah interesting huh i never thought about that incredibly bizarre well i'm happy your first few days have gone smoothly thank you sounds yes. very exciting yeah we love it it's great great so far. no complaints yeah wow well we started off the episode talking about rats and, and vermin cockroaches. and i feel like we should keep it going and talk about <laughs> the rats of new york aka the dating pool aka <laughs> the men of new york true that do we have any dating updates i was gonna say do we have any updates or should we just answer questions because i really don't i mean i guess you and i are both in the exact same situation we we, oh, okay, uh, so we discussed this last week how we're Adam and I are both in the situation of like met cool people. Yes. And the date kind of was put on hold because people were out of town and then like yeah. no one knows what to do now sort of thing. Or like oh, I don't want to do anything and yeah. you don't want to do anything. So but I took a little baby step. I will report. Wait, what was your baby step? I will report. So I told you guys this last week, like we I had met this guy at this pregame that I threw for our friend Iria's birthday, conveniently. And he, we had discussed, we had chatted a bit, hit it off, obviously. Then he texted me and was like, when are you available? When are you free? When are you available? Mm-hmm. When are you free to do something? Whatever. And I said, when I was available. And then he just never responded. And I was like, cool. But then he proceeded to like, he was on vacation that like ended up being longer. He didn't tell me this, but I figured it out from his Instagram stories. Sleuthing. And then he's been just liking every single one of my Instagrams. Like I obviously look and I see, I'm like, yeah. okay, cool it reached the target audience but then I was just like fed up (laughs) so I he posts like a story every few days like a total dude just dude story like oh I'm at a baseball game or like yeah nothing stupid not even a fish just like where like a it's scenery it's scenery and it's sometimes a friend in the scenery it's just a classic boy story like nothing concerning it's like they want to like post something but they just don't have any concept of like they're like i'm on a boat right now here's like they just want to show that they're doing I wonder something what goes this thought <laughs> i was just gonna say it's kind of like ick inducing thinking about a guy holding up his phone being like oh i'm gonna take an instagram story <laughs> wait that's 100 percent right a viral tiktok but we do it uh, is it no like one that you can make like, oh, i think that would go like, viral that is such an ick okay thinking. i don't agree i don't agree but like i see where you're going with this but the I, I completely agree. Think- of a guy being like, I've definitely seen guys do it and don't think it's an ick, but like putting the <laughs> image in my head of a guy that I'm. Wait, I feel like I've actually never seen in person ever some a guy Someone, taking yeah. or a straight man taking a picture of something and then posting well, it. Well, I appreciated that he did it. Because then it was my in because I right. responded to the story. He so he, he posted, he gave me a window that was cracked. He posted this video of like this band on a stage. And I like it was I could not tell who it was. It was like multiple people. And so I responded. I'm like, who, who is this? Love, like, who loves this song? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Katie's like, that's my favorite love band. This game. Yeah. I was like, who is this? And he 
responded and told me and we had a little ni- nice little yeah. brief chat about you should have been like oh that the drummer's pretty cute band <laughs> <laughs> so it was a literal 50 year old man Uh-oh. band so i was very concerned i was like, i'm picturing what? katie replying being like oh my god that's my favorite song i will never lie about things like that he we were talking about the music or whatever the heck and he was like i i'm like i've never heard of them he said I'll have to show you sometime soon or something like uh, that. Katie's like, I've never heard okay. of them, but I, I love like, their cool. music. I threw him a line. He gave me a little tug. We'll see what yeah. happens from there. But wait, the thing that you said about I've never seen a straight man, like, take a photo. Yeah. Have you? I So I, well, this reminds me of the thing where it's like, have you ever seen your neighbors bring their groceries in? Wait, no, where, where is that from? That's, oh, it's, I, no, it's from something. I saw it on TikTok, but it's definitely from something else. Oh, I wait, it's, it's like talking about the whole simulation thing. Yeah, yeah. we're it's living like in a simulation yeah. because I've never seen my neighbors bring in their groceries. For me, it's a whole ordeal of like dragging them in the door. Like I've never yeah. seen that. I'm back to the ick of a boy. <laughs> Go, he's like, I don't- With our upcoming trip to Paris, the girls and I need to brush up on our French skills. And we are so excited to be partnering with Rosetta Stone to help make us pros by the summertime. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in any language you want to learn. I'm personally so excited to learn French with Rosetta Stone because it's so easy. I can do it right on my phone. Its built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation, which I think is so helpful because pronouncing things is always difficult for me. And Rosetta Stone's process is designed for long-term retention of the language. So I'll be speaking French forever and ever. It's an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages so no matter where life takes you in the world, you'll be covered and speaking the language in no time. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Matchmade listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's rosettastone.com today for 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today today. J'adore Rosetta Stone. <laughs> <laughs> now back to the episode. Episode. Okay, we've all been there with our Hinge profiles, handing our phones to friends to get their opinions on which prompts we've chosen and which photos we have and in which order. I mean, I did that before I met my boyfriend on Hinge, but with the voice prompts, you can help your friends even more. With the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, you can lean on your friends to hype you up to potential matches. Guys, I think I need to update my Hinge profile. I think it's like getting a little stale. Will you take a look? Colby, we need to add the my best friend's take on me voice prompt to your Hinge profile. <laughs> It'll be fun. Let's do it. Okay, Colby, tell me when you're recording. Okay. Okay. My take on Colby. Colby is a down girl. Anytime you want to do anything, try a new restaurant, go to a workout class, go for a walk, chill at home. Colby is your girl. Katie, what do you think? Give her some hype. Colby is always down. That's true. You actually took mine. (laughs) But she's also extremely loyal. She's easy to talk to. Colby is a great listener. Colby's the best. If you're listening to this, you need to date Colby. Oh my God, I'm blushing. I think I'm going to get a lot of likes from that. Asking your friend to answer this voice prompt for you can be such a great way to bring encouragement and levity to your dating life. Download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Dry January might be over for now, but if you're looking to cut back or cut out alcohol this year, keep listening. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement, seeing as though they're a totally guilt-free but delicious way to unwind. So if you're the kind of person who likes to be social but doesn't want to drink alcohol, holding a can of Recess will do the trick. With 0% alcohol, real fruit, only 25 calories or less, naturally sweetened with agave and infused with functional ingredients that taste just like your favorite cocktail without the alcohol, recess is the perfect way to either unwind at home, at a dinner party with friends, or Mm -hmm. in between drinks for alcohol moderation. I loved the watermelon mojito flavor, and I think you will too, so you should definitely check that and their other flavors out for yourself. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash matchmade so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Check them out. Yay, recess. Woo! care about this no i i have because i have seen my roommate okay. i mean not my roommates my neighbors so we're not living in a simulation okay no i think no. we i've never seen a straight man take a picture of something and okay. post it on no. instagram yeah thinking though how disgusting it is we're at a dinner table and the straight guy that you're on or the guy that you're dating 
takes his phone out. The food comes. <laughs> and he I've, takes a picture of it? Yes. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> yeah. I, the reason that I said straight was because Adam does that and it doesn't gross me out. But I, meanwhile, like it could be the guy that Adam's dating. No, I completely like, agree. If the guy I was on a date with took his phone out and, and tried to take yeah. a picture, I would vomit on right. the table. Foul. But I I'm mean, allowed to do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, for me, I, I feel like it would depend. I feel like I'd feel weird doing that with someone I was like on the first or second date I never, with. I would never do them. It would have to be yeah. like many, many dates yeah. through and they yeah. would have to understand my social, our social media presences where we do that. But also I feel like it's just weird manners. Like, why would you do that yeah. on a date? There's like certain things you just do with your that's friends. So gross. It's kind of funny because you know that's like I would never, is to- uh, like, I would die. The three of us know not just, we do not start when it, like the food hits the table. We all know the drill. Yeah. 100%. We will snap a photo. Which is so funny because the last date I went on, like the food came out and it was so beautiful. And it was at a restaurant that I haven't posted on my Instagram story before. And I was like, God, Fuck. I was like, I want to take a picture of that beef carpaccio so bad. <laughs> so freaking bad. Back, you probably, sh- you should have because. I should have because this man has not. Okay. Well, actually you guys can give me advice. So you did your little thing, but like. The, okay, so after the date, this is the progression of events. After the date, he was like, I'm going to Miami, but I would like love to see you again for a date too. Let's go to dinner or something like that. Then two days later, he follows me on Instagram. So that's two days later. But we don't text since that same night that we went on the date. So that was like a Friday. Two days later is like a Sunday. He follows me on Instagram. And then now we're like, he came back from Miami this past weekend. So now we're after Miami. Oh, no, 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 no. He came back from Miami last week. I went to Chicago last week and I still haven't heard from him. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those things where I'm like, I know I don't need to force him to, like, he shouldn't have to be forced to, like, feel like he needs to text me or anything. I feel like the strategy for us is we need to be out this weekend or whenever, like, we're out next and be like, hey, do you want to meet up? Like, do you and your friends want to meet up? Not like a creepy or like, what, what do you like? I like yeah. that idea. Because then you can blame it on the a- 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 alcohol. alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. You know, I just feel like it's easier when you're out with your friends and you have that courage and you're like, hey, are you out this weekend? Yeah. And that's okay. a normal and, New and it's York easy. thing. It's a normal it's thing easy. that we do. Like, we yeah. text a bunch of our friends, like, hey, are you out this weekend? That's and, true. And if you wake up the next morning, you're like, fuck, be like, sorry or you don't even have to say anything people understand uh, that if you're sending it on like a friday or saturday it's like okay clearly i think that might be fair in your case i think it might be weird in mine because in your case like he came to a pre our pre you went on a date though i didn't go on a date with this guy i know but i i think it's easier for you because he came to the pregame we hung out with him that entire night and we have mutual a ton of mutual friends with him so we can just like say to him are you in like xyz we have mutual friends with your guy too we do so that could be we don't see them as often that is true. Okay. There isn't, there isn't, and we could go to the same bar this weekend that they usually go to. I mean, here's the thing. I don't think that there's a wrong thing to do because like yeah. we've said, like, I'm just like sh- so bad at it's the right making person. Her, like I look at the text that we last had and I'm like, okay, I put in enough effort. Like he can reach out to me if he I wants mean, you, to. We yeah. did. I, I think anything that we do at this point is a little like sprinkle on top of like. Okay. So maybe I should just give it one more go and just like. I mean, what do you have to lose? Literally nothing. Well, yeah, I'm going to see him at that birthday party in two weeks. putting yourself in his shoes, I guess. Maybe the one last shot is just like showing that you're still interested because maybe he's thinking the same thing like oh too much time has passed like he was away i was away we're fizzling out whatever so what i told my therapist (laughs) here we go i was like because obviously i need to come up with a theory as to why he isn't texting me like as we were just describing like colby is like oh well i'm perfect so it doesn't matter you need to come up with a reason I'm, i'm like there's a reason that he's not like texting me and it's because i have an issue and that issue is because he followed me on instagram and he doesn't like my social media presence could be you don't wait you're you're public no yeah i'm public so he definitely scoped you out beforehand and he already knew definitely okay that's fair like okay he you definitely just, already knew so i think it's what my therapist said too actually and i'm just i, I asked, refuse to listen to her <laughs> i actually asked my dad about this when i was on vacation i told him my, my parents literally they they wait till like day two of seeing me to be like so how's your dating life going <laughs> they need they're like i want somebody to throw the baseball to so bad is dying for a boy in the He's family salivating at the mouth for Having, somebody to pass the yeah, baseball my dad to. has wanted me 
married for like four years now yeah well same here my dad is just waiting for the day like he they're not pressuring me but my dad like they mentioned a few times they're like well one day we'll be going on vacation with your husbands I'm like okay stop this stop but I asked my dad about the situation about at least mine and I he was like boys are literally stupid he definitely thinks that because he was out of town like you like somehow would just know that or whatever and like he would like boys are expecting us to be mind readers and we're not. So we're just going to come up with our own situations. He was like, just, he's like, just when it feels right, reach out and be like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, dad, I'm not going to do that. But oh my God, Pat's such a well, simple maybe man. I'll do it this weekend. Who knows? Maybe like Saturday when we're day drinking, we have a whole brunch situation plan. We had an amazing Saturday last weekend. Maybe this weekend I'll be a shoot, him a t- round two. shoot him a text. Let's do it together. Let's like lock arms and both text our, the guy it at just the same like time. sucks. You know, the sucky part is opening up the text that and seeing that you were the last to respond. I know, that makes me so mad. With like a really hopeful message and then like, Let's just take each other's phone and delete the last test so that like when we're drunk on Saturday, we, we won't just see won't it. Even see forget. It. Yeah. You're like, oh, he was the last person to respond. <laughs> and then you texted Sunday, me and I didn't reply. Yeah, we'll invent stories. And then on <laughs> yeah. Sunday morning, we'll wake up and cry together. Yeah, When exactly. they don't respond. No. <laughs> no, they're going to No, we to need respond. to knock on wood. We need to manifest, manifest good things. Okay, let's all Okay, let's everybody hold hands. Hold hands. We're holding hands right now and we're manifesting. You have to just speak things into existence. Okay. These men will... Will what will they do? They will respond. These men will text us back <laughs> and will, will want to hang out with us. They and were, will they have sex with us first. and pay for our dinners. And <laughs> we're gonna get married and have a house in the Hamptons and an apartment a in New York. Rock and my dabble of someone to throw the football with. That's that's what I'm manifesting right now. I'm manifesting a giant diamond ring. Well, we'll see. I'm also giant. texting this guy from our high school as well. Oh, so I have a, I have a rotation. <laughs> there we right go. Now. Yeah. Wait, do we schedule drinks with him or did? Yeah, I'm using Adam as a buffer. Always use a friend as a buffer. Oh, you're if going. If it's possible. Well, oh, we are to get friends. reacquainted. Yeah. That was like Katie's in that, that I told her to in. use. I was like, tell him like we'll get drinks because when Katie was with up. him, he was like, tell Adam when are we getting rich dads together. See, here's the thing about delving into the past. It's one of those things where especially like high school for me was not amazing. And that is where we know each other from. Mm-hmm. I am hesitant that like, or just knowing myself, thinking that maybe I'm doing this only because I want to like write my past. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think so. Because one, he's hot. Two, we've recently reconnected with him. We saw him at Christmas break. Like, am I forcing myself to to do it just to satisfy my young self? Like, I don't don't know. I don't think so. Because we saw him and he was super nice to us when we saw him. And he was like, I really want us all. He's always been very nice. And he, he kept inviting us to things and we kept saying no. Remember? Literally, yes. Yes. Yeah. So like, I think it's, it's now us being like, oh, he, this is a super nice guy. He keeps asking us to hang out. Like, let's. Yeah, we've been texting yeah. like twice a day, which is act- or once okay, yeah, twice exactly. a day. Kind of. It's been honestly good. Don't think about it as like, oh, I'm pursuing this guy romantically. It's like, oh, yeah. we're reconnecting with an old friend. And That's like, also, you like, just, just happen those... to have, yeah. you know, whatever happens. Some things. happens. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. Um, so basically, moral of the story is things are not look- things are bleak. <laughs> No. I'm so scared, honestly, thinking about already this conversation that's like he was out of town and then I was out of town. Like it's getting me so summer scared for the summer. Summer is it's just ten times worse. We all already have like it's already starting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I also like cannot believe it's basically May. I know. Insane. I was on a call today and somebody said something was wrapping up in May and I was like, oh my God, three more months. And then I was like, it's April 20th. Yeah. And then summer, I feel like we're already so busy. We're already like all over Literally, the place. Literally, like I just got back from Chicago. You just got back from Florida. And next week, you two are going to Mexico. We're going to Mexico I'll be for in a Europe. few days. Then You'll be in Copenhagen. Florida. Oh my God. We're literally And then you're doomed. in Maryland. We're doomed. <laughs> I'm in Maryland. We're doomed. <laughs> Colby in Florida. Yeah, like there's a lot going on. But it's okay. We will prevail and... Maybe. Oh, God. This is the summer of pen pals, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm confident we're going to, like, maybe we'll find somebody out at the beach or something, you know? Who knows? Yeah. Honestly, I'm just keeping myself open-minded. Yeah, we're going to go with the flow, yeah. and we're going to have a good time. We're not going to be stressed about anything. We're, we're just going to keep telling ourselves we're perfect. Okay. We I, are. I'm going to adopt Colby's mentality. I've adopted this as of, like, last week, so. <laughs> it's the only way to live life. Okay. Okay. We're just here living life. We're just here living I'm life. I'm just here to live life. And I think now we should answer some listener questions. Let's do it. I have one. I don't know if Colby, do you want me to do it? 
Do you want that I pulled first? Yeah. Okay. So the one that I pulled is, um, first of all, it's a listener from Ireland. So thanks for listening all the way from Ireland. I have a question. I'm finding it very hard to relate to my friend group recently. I'm working full time as a teacher and have had a boyfriend for three years. They are still working part-time jobs, no clue what they want to be in life, and are playing the field. I'm always supportive of them, but find they have zero appreciation for my work and seem to be constantly complaining about how I don't go out anymore. They usually go out midweek, is how she ended this. Um, they sound like draining friends. Well, they're projecting. They're projecting their own insecurities about maybe their work and their like on you and trying to make you feel bad for something that they're insecure about. I think I agree. I think they probably see her as like the one that has it figured out. Like she has a job, she's a three year boyfriend and they're like, okay, we're working part-time jobs. We don't know what we want. We're kind of like dating around. Maybe things aren't working out for us, but like, what's our advice to her? Well, I feel like might, she... maybe they feel like that they're losing her as a friend in a way because she's pulling back in the social settings at and least. Not, probably not even intentionally. No. That's just what happens. And I feel like the best way to combat that or just to make them feel like you're putting in an effort is just to be like, all right, let's get a dinner on the calendar and try and actually plan it and propose it a night that works for everybody. And yeah. then you'll see each other in person actually have a date on the calendar in advance and then I'm sure things will follow up from there I feel like the first meeting when you're in a situation like that is always the hardest either to get yourself to go to because at first you're your mind is spinning trying to think of everything that they could say or yeah there's like an elephant say. there's an like, elephant in the room awkward anticipating that it's going to be kind of awkward and i'm sure that it won't be if they're your actual friends and then after you get dinner one time then maybe you get drinks with one other person and i think you're both free and then just like continue you just have to make an to effort catch up. you yeah. do have to make an effort and I think it just sometimes it happens like this and it's not like a sad thing necessarily mm-hmm. but you drift apart from some people yeah. that yeah. don't align yeah I feel like all of most of our friends at least the ones in New York we all align with our like willingness to go out maybe not during the week like we'll make an effort to Mm -hmm. be I just think we all have similar interests we all keep up with each other we like have group chat right there have been people that we've been close with in the past that we aren't as close with anymore and it's not because it's just yeah if your habits don't align it just it just naturally happens and also it sounds like these friends are kind of draining to her and so if you have people that are kind of bringing you down and you don't really feel fulfilled and happy when you're with them then probably not worth keeping up the relationship yeah you don't have to live your life the same way you've always lived it yeah might be time to make some new friends a bad like in terms of who you have in your life like it's you're you you grow and you change and people that don't grow and change in the way that you're growing and changing will be left behind. And it's like, it's sad, but it's also like, I mean, I guess I would just evaluate whether or not you think that these friendships are even worth, like, do they make you feel better? Do they make, do they benefit you? And do like in a way, you know, Mm -hmm. and if they are worth salvaging and you don't want to lose them as friends or drift apart and you value that, I think definitely planning a time to see each other and show that you're putting in an effort. They probably think that you're the one that has the most full schedule. So then that gives an opportunity for them to propose something and for you to be busy and say, no, like, why don't you make a suggestion for a night that works with your schedule and see if it works for them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's tough. French, friendship breakups, those are hard. Yeah. Things change. Yes. People change. And the you slow just gotta, fade is harder. You got to go with the flow, you know? Yeah. Do what feels right to you. So this gal said, so I've been casually seeing this guy for a little while. And this past weekend, he went out with me and my friends and we all had a good time and he stayed over. It's definitely too early to ask what we are. And I don't want to put all of my eggs in one basket. We both still have active Hinge accounts because that's where we matched. And I can see that he still exists. So I'm sure he's talking to other people, too. 
I was asked on two other dates this week and my friends think I should go, but I feel like if he went on another date, I'd be upset. I'm way too loyal to men. I shouldn't be, but I don't know what to do. Wait, how many dates had she gone on with this guy? Didn't say. She said, we've been casually seeing each other for a little while. A little while. I wonder what little while means. And it sounds like that was their first sleepover that Oh, they've only had one sleepover. Oh my God. Okay. I think she should go on the two other dates in my opinion. I think she should... Like, we always say have a roster, but I think that this guy, if they've been seeing each other casually for a little while, they've only had one sleepover, which was pretty recently. Like, that seems like something where maybe the guy isn't as serious as she is. Well, not even that. I truly just think it... If I, I also have an issue where I get attached to people. Like, that's something yeah. I feel like I both of us, all of us do. Yeah. So I think it will maybe not feel natural to be talking to other people, seeing other people, but I think it will really help you in this the primary one that you want to work out, like the the guy that you've been seeing that you slept with, like it will help you in that relationship or situationship because you'll have things to compare it to. And if it ends up being that he has talked to like a million other people, not to say like you can be like, yeah, I did too, but it's you won't feel as crushed because you're like, okay, we're both in this situation. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it, it is a good sign that you would be upset if he was seeing other people because that means you care about him. But we don't know what he's thinking. We never know what boys are thinking. So I don't think it will hurt you. If anything, it will just make things clearer. You don't have to sleep with these people, but it will make things yeah. clearer for you, I think, and make you feel less dependent on this first guy. And we've all talked about how treacherous it is going on a first date and the anticipation mm-hmm. for the first date more so. But... I think also, I mean, I struggle with this too, but I think also having the chance to go out and see maybe what other guys are out there, maybe you'll end up even liking one of them more than this guy who you're saying you don't want to put all of your eggs in that same basket. Um, And I think just having that kind of mindset. And then, like Katie was saying, if it ends up crashing and burning you'll have something to fall back on I guess yeah I mean it's what is it like a a typical date's like two hours of your life right what's a couple of those it also doesn't hurt to have one guy out of those three that you like the most which is the guy that you've been seeing like the longest period of time or that guy that you're kind of feeling dependent on and then just having two others that are maybe like way lower on the totem pole for you, but still kind of open for you to explore options. I mean, and if, even there. if that's exhausting, you don't have to be like keeping these guys in rotation, like in a roster of yeah. sorts. You just go on a couple of random dates. Yeah. So you don't have to like speak to that. I mean, yeah, you have to run the risk of having to send one of those anti-ghosting texts. Like, sorry, I'm not into you if they yeah. are really into you. But, but I feel like it will just lessen the obsession that we often have with the person that we're seeing. I also feel like it never hurts to go on a first date. Until you're exclusive. You know? Yeah. Like a first date is so non-committal. It's like you're really exploring that person and seeing kind of what it is about them. Like maybe you really like them. Maybe you don't like them. It's a job them. interview. It's kind of yeah. just like, do I care enough about you? Or do we vibe enough to like see you again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And the first date can be so casual. It can be like an hour. Like I went on a first date that was like literally just an a hour. Drink. A couple weeks yeah. ago before I went to a dinner. You exactly. Know? Yeah, having it out is a good idea. I've never done that, but I think that is wise. Yeah, our friend Mia is going on a date this Friday, and she was texting me earlier. She's like, we're grab." It's also a Friday night date, so that gives you more of an opportunity to have an out, though I feel like it's kind of a good thing. Like, getting a quick drink with a guy before meeting up with your friends is the best out. And she was like, so should I tell him I have to be somewhere after, or should I, because I don't, because we don't have plans yet. But like she was like, should I tell him that I have something to do after? And I'm like, yes, 100%. Yeah, have it out. Especially <laughs> on a first date. Yeah. Also, Definitely. that puts, especially on a Friday night, it puts you in such a good position if, even if the date goes well and you don't need to use the out, I mean, obviously then you can still leave, but then it's more so you're excited to see them again for a second date. It's like the right. first date gets cut short almost. And yeah. It, yeah. Wait, I, that actually reminds me of this TikTok I sent you guys earlier today. Oh, I didn't watch that. that. We, okay, so basically, long story short, it's this girl and then this other girl stitched and agreed with her basically saying that if a guy touches you, physically touches you in any way on the first date, he's not that into you. 
Because it's showing overconfidence. Because right? a man should be, the, the way that she said it was, a man should be scared of you. <laughs> Which actually, yeah. after I thought about that, I was like, that is so true. Because when I go on a date that I with a guy that I'm anticipating I'm really going to like, then I feel like I'm more nervous to be on yeah. that date. Because I'm like, my interactions and reactions to things on this date are going to determine if there's going to be a second date. You know? But does, okay, my question is, does this, so is a first kiss on the first date out of the question then? I don't. I, I would never initiate it personally. I, I feel like... But if I felt the vibe, I would like meet them halfway. Well, right. But does that count? Like, are they not... If we have our first kiss on the... at the No touching the whole date. Then at the end of the date, he walks me home or whatever. We kiss. Then that's it. Is he not into me? For some reason, I feel like that's an exemption to the rule. I think so yeah. too. Okay. That's what happened on my hinge date that I was <laughs> Wait, wait. We forgot thing. to talk about it. I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't want Colby to be embarrassed. Oh my but. God. I didn't even think. Sorry, no. Colby. Colby went on a date, guys. No. No, but. <laughs> yeah, like, you did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But like the whole time we were just like talking and it was fine. And like we weren't. He walked me home after and we weren't like touching walking home either. But then we like had said bye or whatever, and then we kissed after. Yeah, I feel like that's an exemption to the rule. They tongue punched. But if a guy like <laughs> grabbed my knee under the table or something, I would ick. Yeah, ick. That, that's gross. That's right. a lot. Ick. I think that is yeah, yeah, different. No, but sure. I think a first kiss is, think, at the end of the day is an exemption to the rule because it's like you made it the whole way. Yeah, without touching. Yeah. I no, I and think that's I think that at first sight. Isn't it crazy that we feel nervous about people that we like and not nervous around people that we like are like, okay, whatever. Like we yeah. like physically feel like nauseous. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. Like, Although what is I that? think I feel physically nauseous on pretty much every date I go on, but Well, but especially so if you really like a person. Like seeing yeah. them literally gives you goosebumps and yeah. your heart sinks yeah. into your I think butt. if you really are anticipating liking somebody on a first date, like you're naturally going to be extremely anxious. You're nervous because you have something to lose. Too. Yeah, because you're also like, wow, this person seems to check off a lot of my boxes. And especially if the date goes really well, then you're probably getting even more nervous on the date because you're like, I wonder if they like me. I wonder if there's going to be a second date. You're worried that you're going to fuck it up. Yeah. yeah. I, that's at least how I think when I'm on I care dates. so much about what everybody thinks about me that I feel like even if I go get work drinks or something, I am like feeling physically ill that like somebody thinks I'm a freak yeah well I think that's natural <laughs> that is so conflicting to what you said this entire pod <laughs> I thought you were perfect Colby yeah Colby yes, but like you're the perfect queen which you yes. are and I want you to say that you are always but like in terms of rejection yeah things. okay that's fair but like yeah I you obviously still I don't know well, on the Colby, next That's how I feel about myself. That Colby's I hungry. I want other people to think about me. <laughs> Colby's Colby, angry. Colby's like, at, Colby's at two almonds today and, two a, protein almonds and a protein bar. <laughs> so she's got to go get dinner. That's okay. On the next episode of the pod, then we'll have some some updates, I guess. Oh, I don't know. Katie we'll and I will figure out if we end up crossing arms and texting a man on Saturday. Colby will hopefully have a follow up date with this man's. So hopefully, we'll all have some updates. Yeah. The next time we hang. On next week's episode of. Next week's episode, except I'll be in your. Europe. Oh, so um, it'll be Colby and I will give the update. Or we can FaceTime me in. That's a lot of effort. <laughs> That'd be an editing nightmare. Yeah, I'm not You're putting myself have through to that. Bring a, I'll send have voice to, recordings. Colby and I might. We're thinking of maybe reviving the double date idea. Which I think you should. Yeah. I feel because like that was a funny episode. It didn't work out last time, so we might try to do it this time. Because people a lot of you guys sent us this app that exists. That you can go on double dates and not get kicked off like we were kicked off <laughs> Hinge for doing it. <laughs> oh, anyway, right. guys. We would also have to combat like a time zone change. Yeah, Colby's just saying no. <laughs> when you go. Colby's, Colby literally is so mad about the time that I executed her for the bond. Yeah. <laughs> where I no, but her. I'm just thinking logistically. <laughs> Colby's like, yeah, you want to RIP me? You know how it's going to feel now. You can send us a voice memo from, a, yeah, from a Copenhagen memo. bar. Send yeah. us. Yeah, maybe I'll hook up lot. with a Copenhagen boy. Do it. Do it. I it's like they probably have big Just dicks kidding, over there. They do. That's what I've heard. Big dicks. My in Copenhagen. my gay friends at work, they hook up with somebody every single time we go over, and they're Wait, like, "You so should you have to." Well, you know, I would never do that. You, that's you wouldn't, but you that's should. That's not an Adam thing. That's not an Adamism. You can change. But we'll see. I'll report back once we go over there. But can it's you bring been me fun. Back a souvenir. Of course. Bring, bring me back. Boyfriend. A boyfriend? A, a, a yeah. Danish prince? A big dick yeah. Danish prince. <laughs> a big dick Danish prince. <laughs> anyway, guys. I'll see what I can find. We're delirious. We have to go. We are. <laughs> Love ya. See ya. Bye. Bye.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.